0: The Angsty Christian Podcast is a mature show that deep dives into the problematic aspects of the modern church. Some content might not be suitable for all listeners. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Christian podcast if this is your first time listening why it hasn't taken you so long and if you're listening again what mental illness do you have also true uh I'm Bonnie I am the podcast's edgelord this week And a fun fact about me related to being an edgelord is that My Chemical Romance released a new song for the first time since 2014 today. Wait, 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 today? What the, how the
1: fuck have I not heard this news?
0: Yes, it's called The Foundation of Decay, and uh, I think it's like six minutes long, I don't know.
1: Okay, I I need to stop this real quick, I need to listen. That was absolutely amazing. It's a dope song. It's pretty cool. Holy shit! Yeah, sorry about that. I had to say we it, it was a necessary uh, pause in the podcast to do angsty stuff. I it's honestly what what's angstier than MCR? Yeah, I don't know, like heroin or something. <laughs> I don't know if that's angsty. Fair enough. All right, sorry, mine Was that all of your? <laughs> your intro
0: that was yeah that's my only fun fact okay my the only fun words. fact that's
1: necessary ever okay. again we all fun facts will pale in comparison to that one <laughs> well I'll, I'll go next because i have another similar but not angsty fun fact so um yeah. what's up y'all uh it is your new dad daniel um and my fun fact it's not about me but it's about the beloved uh uh soup plantation franchise um, they are officially opening up another, a, a shop again in San Diego.
0: What? Yeah. Sue so, Plantation's back?
1: Yeah, Sue Plantation is making a comeback this summer. Oh, and man. And that's pretty good news. That oh, was one yeah. of the greats that were lost. Um, in terms of companies, there are a lot of loved ones, I'm sure. Um, yeah. And, I mean, a lot of people lost a lot of, a lot of things. But, um, in terms of corporations, Sue Plantation was the one that deserved to stay open. That and Toys R Us, although Toys R Us was failing before, yeah, Toys, Toys R Us was already doing bad. Seed plantation. Every time I got to a plantation, yeah. it was always packed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, hey, howdy, hey everybody! It's America's sweetheart Jake here <laughs> uh, with coming at you with another fun fact. Uh, fun fact about uh, me this week is that I got a pair of free sunglasses. We're talking like. $260 uh, worth, like, oh. of a pair of sunglasses. Jeez. And I got them in the mail for free. Free shipping. Everything. I got them for free. I tried them on, and they were too small. Oh! I was they are the ones that you're wearing right now. Yeah, it was, It was. that's the funnest fact that I have. Aww. Yeah. Uh,
2: hey everyone, it's Jackson or uh, or Narapu as some people may know
1: twitch.tv slash uh, Yeah, I love, I love twitch.tv slash Narapu I can't uh, believe yeah. we got twitch.tv slash Narapu on our podcast yeah, we really curious. need a, we should really be <laughs> streaming this live on twitch.tv slash Narapu uh, anyway <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I guess a fun fact about me it's kind of relevant I'm moving to Texas I'm going from a stupid liberal cock no come to a <laughs> <in Texas. laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to uh, uh, be a, a good old Texan that uh, loves or hates abortion and shit,
1: and so that'll be that'll be fun. Oh man, uh, are you tweeting that? What are you doing? No, I'm going to your Twitter right now <laughs> <For why? laughs> um, because of the next part. So um, I just wanted to get our listeners a little uh, used to, um, okay. as as you might have already heard, you know um, what you could get. Uh, look forward to for the rest of this episode with Jackson. Um, we are excited to have Jackson here. We've been wanting to do it for a year. Yeah. 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 At least I think since we started. Um, but I thought it would be actually be fun to go through your Twitter real quick uh, before yeah. we get into the meat of it. Um, so um, let's see. Oh, tweeted yesterday. Um, <laughs> he tweeted... And, uh, trigger warning, but also know that everything Jackson posts isn't serious, I'm assuming and hoping. Yeah, all uh, jokes. All, yeah, jokes all, all really bad jokes. Um, I think they should abort, abort all the babies, even after they were born.
2: Yeah. Mm. I, I want to throw out there, Jake, help me write that one. Uh, no. <laughs> <supposed to be. laughs> yeah. Oh, I
1: sent you one too. What did I send you? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, dang. It was a good one. Um... If anyone thinks shape-shifting would be the best superpower and they want to use it for sex, by the way, don't at me. Um, That's pretty good. Yeah. You ever restart a song because you didn't listen to it hard enough? Um, I interpreted that multiple ways. And wait, what other ways? So either you weren't physically hard (laughs) or you weren't listening to it intensely enough. Physically hard. (laughs) I think think that should be uh, a little obvious. <laughs> Not physically hard, but spiritually hard. Yes,
2: yeah, spiritually erect. Oh,
1: so you know how at Disneyland we put that game with your dad? Yeah. Right, where we uh, looked through, so listeners, we list, we looked at uh, Jake's dad's Instagram, or rather Jake did, and just said what the caption was, and then we had to guess what the picture was. Yeah. Um, so Jake, you probably can't answer this, but Bonnie, um, Jackson on uh, May 3rd tweeted, fuck it, here's some nudes, hashtag dicks out for communism. What do you think the image was or images were?
0: I don't know why my brain went to this, but my first thought was Mario for some reason. <laughs> 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 That's fair. That's fair. How is it fair? Because I,
1: I, 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 could, I could see you do that.
0: Or like the picture of Toad <laughs> with the really sexy legs. Do y'all know that Ooh. image? Is that too obscure? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I know that image. Yeah, yeah that works.
1: Um, this one was just a bunch of blacked out pictures, so like there is no picture on there, but it's like you know Twitter isn't loading. Yeah. Um, mm. that one was that honestly killed me because there's a bunch of people who thirst after Jackson on, on Twitter. So yeah. you know,
2: I found a tweet you actually wrote for me. You you said you Daniel not even saved in my contacts messages <laughs> to randomly one day. I got a tweet for you. How can I participate? In no, no November when a new Pokemon is releasing. <laughs> Weary face.
1: And that was, that was <laughs> oh yeah yeah. I tweeted that one. Yeah. Um, oh, this one. I <laughs> I'm such a little itty bitty baby boy, and I absolutely love my applesauce like a pre-sunset. Dude, <laughs> I didn't want to tweet that one.
2: People, people in my Twitch chat, I forget who it was. I think it was uh, the user known as Obama's Nipples. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that stupid fuck made me tweet that one. I have like a channel my redemption, so some of those aren't mine. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. So these these are all good. Um, and so you know, we'll get to it later. But you know, Jackson is a Twitch streamer mm-hmm. and really funny guy on Twitter. Um, so you know, just look up Narupu and you'll you'll find it. Let's go. I went all the way back to September twenty first, twenty twenty one. Damn. Uh, to get to the tweet, putting my soul in my dick so the Grim Reaper has to suck me off. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I remember that one. <laughs> can you that's so weird. Yeah,
1: I'll retweet it. That's yeah. so, good. <laughs> that is so good. Well, before we get into the interview, Jackson, um, do you come up with all of these truths by yourself? No, no. I oddly yeah.
2: had Jake come up with a lot of them, and then oh, <laughs> most, of them are- <laughs> no. uh, most of them are actually myself. Though uh, Jake will come up with like a few, maybe, maybe like one every month. But uh, okay. but most of them I will randomly get either in conversation or I'll be sitting there on the like send tweet button and I'll be thinking what's funny and then something just pops up and I don't know how it just it just does that's uh, good that's a gift yeah it's that a is. great gift to have it's pissing people off on Twitter
1: yeah I mean you've been canceled a few times
2: I have yeah mm-hmm. yeah I have yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I genuinely think they're funny. Every time I see one, I'm like, oh god. And like normally if I'm with someone I will read it out loud. Um oh, just to I see. Know that. Oh no, it's and they think it's really funny. Okay. Um, so funny. like if I say it in front of Brandon, Brandon will normally assume that it's you. If I say in front of my girlfriend, she now knows you as in the person who I read really funny tweets off of. I did not know um, that. Yeah, else, either it's either gonna be you or my friend Josh. Um, both are equally funny and say really random shit at really random times. So that's good. I'm glad yeah. to hear that. Yeah, bring joy. Bring At joy. At least I think I'm glad to hear that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get into the meat of this thing. The the meat of the. Uh, uh, I totally forgot. The transition music made me lose all my memories since the last bit. So. Anyway, hi, Jackson. Hey! Hey! So, uh... (laughs) Here's the interview portion. Uh, I don't know how to start these things off, and I feel like we rushed into this intro, but we're gonna roll with it, so... Just introduce Jackson. Yeah, so this is Jackson, a.k.a., uh... Twitch.tv slash Narapoo. <laughs> fuck yourself. Wait, wait, what's it yeah. called again? Uh, it's called uh, Twitch.tv slash What's Okay. Fuck you both. <laughs> yeah, what's, okay. what's the episode of this name going to be? Oh, uh... Or the name of this episode going to be? What is the name of this episode going to be? Probably uh, My Life with Twitch.tv slash <laughs> Fuck all three of you. Or How <laughs> yeah, to be Twitch.tv slash without really trying. That that works too. Uh, anyway, hey. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Jackson.
2: A little about myself. Yeah. I don't know. I'm this 20 year old fuck that lives in uh, Huntington Beach, California for uh, for another two weeks here. And uh, I I guess since this is a Christian, angsty Christian podcast, I'm uh, not that at all. I'm a- I'm atheist. I don't believe in God. Uh, I hate politics. Politics suck dick. Um, well, I just swear. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say fuck about that. Like, fuck. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I. I love family, and I love long walks on the beach.
1: Oh, love family. Do you like, like sipping
0: dumb. pina coladas?
2: I'm not 21. Uh, <laughs>
0: I, okay.
1: Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, obviously, this this is the uh, angsty Christian podcast, where we're uh, arguably Christian, but not arguably angsty. Um, but, uh, I mean, you have been an atheist for pro- probably your entire life, right? Uh,
2: I think so. It was, it's, it's almost like sexuality for me, where, like, my parents kind of grew me up uh, Christian, and yet I instantly was thinking to myself like why am i praying for something that doesn't exist uh mm-hmm. like this thing i don't know it just isn't real uh i think the closest i've gotten to like god is just from a like dreams like i've dreamt of like my dead grand- grandparents before it's like oh that's cool i like kind of experienced their like souls in a way but like it's not the same that i understand christianity as uh so I think, I think I've think i always been atheist until one day I realized, just like, Mom, you're kind of spewing, like, shit. I don't
1: know. What,
2: what the hell are you talking about? That's not real.
1: Yeah. So it was, a, like, a large part of growing up, like, it was... What would you say? that Like, your parents had, like, a heavy hand in religion? Like, a religious, like...
2: Uh, no. They would occasionally tell me to pray for my, my grandparents' health, and they ended up getting me baptized with my, my grandpa, ba- Bampy. Um... Mm-hmm other than that not really anything uh just the occasional like make sure to pray to god I'd be like okay and then I just go to bed and play minecraft and
1: <laughs> that's a <laughs> so I mean the closest thing that you can get to god on this earth is minecraft that's so true. that's true yeah. Yeah. huh uh, wait, what what's the counter argument here counter <laughs> actually it's league of legends no <laughs> No! That's the closest you can get to hell. Yeah, that is the closest you can get to hell. Can't confirm, was addicted. Uh huh. And now you've stopped for the better of mankind. Now I'm addicted to Apex Legends. Which is, you know what? I support it because at least it's keeping you off Fortnite. (laughs) Oh, I will never go to Fortnite. I tried it for like a day and was like, this is the stupidest shit I've ever played. I have a brother who's
0: a Fortnite addict. And,
1: Mm. uh. I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah.
0: The the amount of fake moaning I hear coming from his <laughs> not not to like
1: is a it fake misophagia.
0: It's it's gotten so bad that now my youngest brother, who's in elementary school, will also make moaning sounds. Oh, no.
1: Great. See, Fortnite is a plague. If you're a parent listening to this podcast. Um, <laughs> Yeah, religion, sure. Like baptize your children when they don't even know what baptism is. But Fortnite, get your kids off that shit. It's giving them demons and possessing their souls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, that's the only thing that's giving demons Fortnite. There is a there is a portal to hell, and it's through Fortnite.
0: Well, wasn't there wasn't but there that the guy cool, no. who went on to Fortnite to like save children's souls and told a Muslim kid he was going to hell?
1: What? Hold on. Wait, what? Uh, yeah, there, there's... Yep, this even further proves my point that Fortnite is a gateway to hell. <laughs> not not for the Muslim kid, but for the... Oh, yeah. But when we say hell, are we talking about, like, evangelical hell? Or are we talking about the hell that, like, arguably Night doesn't movie. exist? Divine comedy hell, which is the evangelical hell? No, right? I, I'm talking about the bad place. Okay, the bad place. Okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. the bad place. Okay. Yeah. Which is the only version of heaven and hell I believe in, so... That's fair. Yeah, I like the great place. Anyways, the great place, great place, like the middle place. Oh, the neutral place, the neutral place, where uh, you're able to have unlimited beer, but it's always lukewarm. No, okay. Anyways, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna (laughs) go watch the good place. Anyways, Jackson. Yes. So you were raised in this religious household, but ultimately were not religious. However, you did mention. Uh, mentions of souls, and most atheists that I have spoken to or talked to don't recognize souls at all, mm. it, does spirituality play into your life at all?
2: Uh, I'm going to real. I'm kind of having trouble even identifying what the hell spirituality is to me, okay. but one thing that I can say is that I do believe in, like, I think a soul is just somebody's, like, Presence in in each other's minds. Almost. Okay, like
1: their essence. Yeah,
2: like if I'm not physically in the room with you, if you're thinking about
1: me, you're thinking, like that's my soul. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Like the concept of like ghosts and whatnot are just like memories of people in your own past and not people from like, I don't know, like John John Wilkes Booth and like the whatever theater. That he shot Abe Lincoln haunting the place.
2: Yeah, nothing, nothing like that. Yeah. Um. I I think of it sort of like Coco, where uh, if you guys have seen that movie, where like so you live on, your soul lives on through pe- people who remember you, like
1: your soul is people's okay. memory of you. So like very La- a very lat Latin, yeah, Latin A. Uh, perspective of spirituality, where your soul lives on through memories. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's really that's a really cool concept. So, being someone who grew up atheist, and um, a but like having that, uh, like certain aspects of religious background. Was there ever like any, like anything, anytime in like your childhood that you can remember where, like, uh, you know, there there was just, like, one story that you heard that was, like, there's no way that this is real. This is absolutely bullshit.
2: Uh, I think I started thinking about it, like, how the hell would praying for my grandfather, like, make him better? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's the doctors who are doing stuff. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's probably where I started thinking about it, and it was kind of weird. Which I feel bad saying, It's mainly just because I feel guilty for my mom, who does believe that it was that way. And if she ever heard this podcast, she'd be like, "What the fuck, Jackson?" But that, that's just when I when I started thinking about it. Just mm-hmm. like I don't I don't think that'll help him get better. That just doesn't make sense to me.
1: Yeah, it's like that whole idea. Of, I mean, we just had our last guess when we were when we were talking with her she was talking about how manifestation was essentially just a privileged perspective because manifestation is just using your privilege to get what it is that you want whereas re- putting yourself in like the mental space of what you want is more of what you you should do because you it's the law of attraction right mm-hmm. and so it's kind of like that idea of i mean a lot of evangelicals when they pray it's just manifestation it's just a different form of manifestation like i want this person to heal So I'm going to manifest it into existence or pray to God that it exists. But really, it's us who make the realities. It's the doctors who make the realities. It's all these other people. There's a lot of worldly factors that play into things. And so, like, if I manifest, I can sit there and manifest all I want about being rich. But if I'm not doing anything about it, I'm not going to be rich. Yeah. It's the probability of someone giving me a million dollars and that actually making me stay rich is incredibly unlikely. Yeah. Yeah. But if I work every day, save up, make good business choices, I don't know, I'm not don't care about being a millionaire. It'd be dope. But I don't know I don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. So like I but if I did, maybe I would, you know, put my you know I would work for that. Yeah. But absolutely. it's just not gonna just happen.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I think uh I think one way that I think of like manifestation is kinda like kind of like mindset to me I'm, I'm a very big mindset believer that's like almost my religion where if you think a certain way things will start to shape that way uh, and, and turn out that way where you know i guess i guess the easiest way to explain it for me is like with streaming or i guess my career if you think that you're going to go up in that career and do better then you're going to naturally start to do better because you're trying and, and getting better at it and you have that drive passion yeah um but uh but manifestation I think uh differs from that where if you just kind of want it but exactly don't do anything it's just not going to happen.
1: Yeah. That is. That's pretty much what I believe too, honestly. Like I mean, I I genuinely believe that maybe not everything is possible if you set your mind to it, but I I'd imagine that if you wanted, especially when it comes to like a career, if you wanted a career in a certain area, You could most likely achieve that career as long as you actually, like, put in work and effort Mm -hmm. um, in order to be able to join that career. And one of the prime examples is one of our good friends, um, our good friend Max, who has, uh, he has brittle bones, but he's going to wrestling school to be a part of the, like, uh, wrestling entertainment. Or he he was going to wrestling... Wrestling school, and he's he's still very passionate about wrestling and uh, possibly being a character on a something like WWE. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and so bones. Yeah, I'm gonna refrain from making a really stupid joke. <laughs> He'd probably love it if he ever listened to this podcast. Okay, I'll make the joke. He should play this that's that fish from SpongeBob who has like. Uh, glass bones and paper skin. Wow. <laughs> Every morning he wakes up and breaks something. <laughs> that should be his character. I think his current profile picture on my phone is the uh is the withered fish from uh SpongeBob. Oh yeah didn't I tell you to chair. Do that? yeah 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 that's right. Okay, that's right. Yeah, because oh, yeah. we're talking about getting him into our apartments on the second floor. Um, <laughs> and carrying him and you're like but that would be problematic. They're like, we'll figure it out. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty badass. though. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I firmly believe that you have to you have to do your shit. You can't just expect some fucking divine vending machine that you believe in to make your shit happen. Like that, that's not how the world works.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. It is if you're hashtag blessed. <laughs>
1: You're right. Yeah, actually, <laughs> like true. <laughs> You're right. I am a person of color who is also queer, so you know that automatically makes me double hashtag not blessed. But you can't hashtag blessed yourself. You have to have someone impart the hashtag blessed upon you. You're right. You have to have someone else pray over you. Exactly. Mm. You can't manifest it yourself. You have to <laughs> That's have right. someone else. It's actually fun. I've had a lot of people who try to pray over me about different things in the past. I remember one time, like I, I started, like I realized, like I was having like ankle pain. And it turned out, like, my Achilles tendon rubs against my heel bone or something like that. Mm -hmm. It can be very painful at times. And, um, I was in choir and, like, these two guys were like, oh, can we just, can we pray over you? I'm like, sure. So, they prayed over me. Like, do you feel any better? And I was like, no! This is a medical issue! Yeah. This is a good, no!
2: That reminds me of an experience when I was working at uh, In-N-Out. I had this group of Christian kids come up and, uh in front of them in line, I was like the door handler. was like opening the door for, for people. This guy in front of them was uh, this dude in crutches and uh, they go up to the guy and they ask him, hey, what are your, like, how did you get into crutches? Like, wh- wh- what's your story? And he's like, well, I, I was in this horrible, like, motorcycle accident when I was uh, off-roading and uh, I completely, like, shattered all my vertebrae and I don't know how I'm able to, to be walking right now. Thankfully the doctors, I just completely, like, I'm I'm able to walk now with crutches and I'm on, I'm on the road to recovery, to just living a normal life again. And uh, he goes, okay, yeah. Uh, can can we can we like touch your lower back, and uh, and all oh. pray for you that's, that's to, like, to make it feel better.
1: At least I asked for consent.
2: Yeah, and, and the dude goes, yeah, sure. And so the dude, uh, the, the teenagers go up, lift his shirt up. And, oh like, put hit all of their hands on his back and uh, oh. they all like start praying at the same time that is sexual harassment it was it was really 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 weird and i was just watching them do this to this poor guy and uh oh man it, w- it was funny uh I, afterwards one of the dudes started talking to me and he's just like hey yeah like what do you believe in and i'm like oh i'm, I'm atheist and he goes oh that's too bad and then kind of
1: like walks away that's too bad <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> oh. He was a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love the aspect of that dude essentially walking up and he was like, yeah, I'm an atheist. you just went, cringe, all right. And <laughs> went, <laughs> 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 cringe. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that brings up a good interesting question uh, that could stir on future conversations. Um, so, you know, you grew up atheist, but you grew up in a Christian home. Um, And I think a lot of our listeners are either no longer Christian, or they are redefining what their own so they may not be Christian and have ne- are now atheists. They may not be Christian and redefining what spirituality looks like for them now, or they may not be evangelical. Um, so specifically, the American brand of, of Christianity and are trying to search for what's after that as they you know deconstruct their beliefs and reconstruct or don't reconstruct into whatever it is that they're heading to Mm -hmm. um and so for someone who never really went through that because they're just sort of like no i don't agree with any of this this is all bullshit um what is your perspective of modern christianity and how has it affected your life
2: um i wouldn't say it's affected my life at all uh, I mean it probably affects my life in more ways than I even realize you guys probably like tell me like oh yeah this is how it affects you because they have this policy it's based on Christianity values or this or that so I will say pretty
1: much every American law that is put into place nowadays like all of our big issues are coming are stemming from Christianity anything Republican is Christianity oh wow okay. in the last like hundred years
2: in that case it affects me in everyday life yeah um, I don't realize it though yeah. it doesn't It doesn't, like, change too much, I guess, because it's just how it is. Uh, That makes me think, though, if that was all reversed, what it would be like, if it would be worse, it would be better, but I wouldn't know exactly what would be changing. Um, It it really hasn't. Nobody's, like, that story that I just told was probably the, like, quote-unquote worst it's been. Um, Otherwise, I I don't really notice it. I don't think about it. I, I more so just hear everything about politics and why this sucks and and why why the kids should have guns and they should be shot and uh and shit like that and it's like okay yeah i I don't care the kids
1: should have guns and they should be shot honestly i would have put it past republicans nowadays (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness Uh, they don't don't give a shit about a kid after mm her birth so you know
2: no um yeah that's pretty much just I, it, it affects me more than I know, but I also just don't care too much. I try not to think about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I feel like a lot of us try not to think about it. Yeah. And for those of us who grew up in the system, we can't help but to think about it. And it's painful at times, you know? like I wish
0: I could think about it less. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's kind of all I think about at this point in my life. Granted, I was also a pastor for a while, and so mm-hmm. my brain was already accustomed to it. And I, and I hate it. I'm like, I wish I could just turn it off. Yeah. I wish I could just move on and just enjoy everything else in life turn off the pastoral brain and turn on the degeneracy or whatever else is out I there. I mean, I already have the degeneracy turned on. It's yeah. just degenerate theology that is constantly going through my head. And, like, if people would understand this, this thing would not like, Roe versus Wade, would it be trying to be appealed right now? If people understood this about theology, this shit wouldn't be happening, but, yeah. Or understanding that, like, I I truly believe that a lot of what people are doing nowadays, especially with uh, funny wacky politics, is uh, uh, using like quite literally using God's name in vain. Yeah. Like twi- like literally twisting like whatever the original text has said to fit yep. their narrative a lot better, which people have been doing for years. But now it's gotten it's gotten to the point where it's not it feels a lot less, per, like, personal when people twist the word like that, and a lot more, like, uh, political-minded. Yeah, and well, I mean, more it's towards, been like that yeah. for 1700 years. Yeah. You know, I mean, it can be argued that Constantine, when he had his whole conversion, mm-hmm. and thus made Christianity, like, the Roman religion or whatever, like, he used, quote-unquote, Christ's name in vain by... You know, that—that's assuming if you assume his conversion was legitimate or not. Yeah, I'm personally in the realm of uh, I think he did a very political move, just like most of the Republicans do nowadays. Yeah. Um, you know, and you can read up on all of that in Jesus of John Wayne. You do it yourself, but uh, you know, before then, maybe not as much, but the Jewish people did it. Yeah, it's pretty much whenever you're using God or Jesus to be able to invoke power over someone else, right, or power over God. Yeah fucked up I, I guess what I'm trying to say what I'm trying to think of it's like it's moving away from like the old like where it felt more interpersonal whenever someone or like more personally manipulative and more like overarching manipulative I guess maybe it's yeah, just yeah, because I've gotten mean. older yeah yeah I, I see what you mean I, I yeah. feel like it it's definitely as you get older you start to see more things I think mm-hmm. maybe um, I don't know, I think as, now that I'm 28, you know, and have looked back on everything, I definitely see how it's just kind of always been there. Yeah. I just never noticed it as much. Now I'm noticing it a lot more. And I do think also things have been getting a lot worse. Maybe that's because of globalization, but I definitely think at least in the last, let's see, six years, um, at least, um, it's been getting progressively worse, more and more fascist, more and more anti-human rights. Mm-hmm.
2: You know what you should get into? You should get into astrology. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do like astrology. I have two astrology apps on my phone. That yeah. next question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't want to go down the astro- astrology rabbit hole either.
0: Okay, uh, next question. What's your sign? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: oh, I think I'm a Virgo. I think. Yeah. You're virgin. Yeah. yeah, I'm a virgin. <laughs> Wait, why'd you eat you? Wait,
1: what the fuck? Bonnie, <laughs> I'm a Virgo too. You're a virgin too. I'm
0: joking. I'm a Gemini. Everyone hates me.
1: Ah, I'm uh, a Pisces. Everyone. hates me. I hated you for other reasons, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's
0: fair. Actually, <laughs> I hate myself
1: too. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, yeah. oh, that was good. That was good. Okay, okay, okay. Do we need to open up the mental health circle now? It's like, how do we feel about that joke? You know, yeah, mental health isn't is real, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Mental health isn't real. Next question. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how schizophrenic? No. That's a, okay. that's a bad so joke Can I joke just say,
2: too. sometimes I hear noises, and I get scared that I am.
1: <laughs> yeah?
2: They're probably there.
1: Wait, what kind of noises?
2: Like knocking, or like somebody opened my door, but nobody's ever opening my
1: door. Oh. I think it's just I mean, I've heard stuff like that, too. Yeah. Or, you know, it could be anxiety. It could be spooky ghosties. I never put whoa, that... Whoa, 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 I, whoa. I never say that that's not it. I don't think that's it. I, I'm I'm a huge skeptic when it comes to ghosts.
2: Well, I think it's in the same vein of, like, you ever have your phone vibrate and you, it didn't vibrate? You look yeah. and there's nothing? I yeah. think it's the same vein of that, where I'm so used to, like, my dad opening the door without knocking. And it's like, oh, oh, there was... Okay. I ju- it was just something on my headphones. Yeah. I don't know, but sometimes it just it just happens, and I, I I start thinking to myself, oh fuck, I'm like a two out of ten.
1: Good. you you. Did you ever have the one uh, alert on Twitch where it was just the knock, where it's just the knocking sound effect?
2: Oh, I was high as fuck one night. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't on Twitch. It was while I was watching like scary uh, Scooby Doo moments fifty two. <laughs> I don't know why I was watching it. It was well, like I know exactly which number though. Oh man, it was it was fucked up. And I heard it, and the only thing to my left, because it played only in my left ear, was my window. And nice. I was sitting there, just like, "Holy fuck! What just knocked on my window?" Oh man! And uh, yeah, that scared me. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, so, uh, I, if you're open to talking about it, there was one moment that I think was interesting, mm-hmm. at least for me, as a, I was a youth pastor at the time, and he came to our youth group. Jake so invited you to our youth group. Are you willing to talk about that?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm willing to talk about that.
1: Okay. I don't remember what we were talking about that night, um, but Uh, you and Jake might remember more.
2: Mm -hmm. I remember. That's when I was starting to really deal with anxiety and like be able to finally like. What's the word? Like identify the feelings that I was having as a panic attack and stuff like that, and uh, I remember. In the middle of uh, the, the group session that, that night, uh, one kid comes in and he starts asking uh, one of the pastors, maybe, maybe it was you, I don't know, uh, he just asks somebody, hey, you know, I think that my friend is gay, and I, I keep telling him that he shouldn't be gay for God, uh, and that, like, I don't know how to, like, save him from hell, and uh, I was listening to that and I thought it was pretty funny, knowing deep down in my heart, like, oh, haha, uh, lol. Well, uh, <laughs> looks like uh, he needs to save me too. But, um, I ended up just randomly, I was sitting there, maybe I was, I had too much sugar or caffeine or something, and I just started to panic. I don't know, I don't know what caused it. And so I went outside and I went for a walk I ended up calling my mom. I don't know what possessed me, but I thought it was a good idea to, uh, to finally be like, Hey mom, over FaceTime, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm bisexual. And she was like, Oh! Let me get your father. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, he's like, "Tell tell your father what you just told me." And I was like, "Hey, Dad, I'm I'm having a panic attack right now, but uh, but uh, I, I know that I'm bisexual." And uh, uh, pretty much just hung up the call. Went back and uh, had to listen to about more kids, or that I think that same kid just talking about how his fr- his gay friend is going to go to hell. I know it was a great night. <laughs> It's a very, I
0: guess, quick inversion of of those of that night, that conversation. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that that was so interesting because I drove you there and I didn't have my own car at that time yet. Mm. So I was driving around my mom's minivan, which I just I remember because I gave you the keys and you just like lied down in the back of the van, just like when I when I finally went out there to check up on you after a bit. Uh, you were just lying down, <laughs> looking at the ceiling of the car. Yeah, I was so exhausted after. Yeah, that. yeah, panic attacks, exhaustion. Yeah, your yeah, body, yeah. Does. Yeah, exactly. And that's also it's also the same night you came out to meet too. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, because I went out to the car, and you're like, "Why the fuck did you take me here?" Essentially, I don't remember that at you know, all. Jake. What are your what's your perception of that night? My perception of that night. um, Well, for for context, I know exactly which kid it was that was talking. Oh yeah, yeah. I know (laughs) which kid it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) oh yeah, which makes it extra funny. little angsty boy, if you're listening to this, you know who you are. Uh huh. Does Uh, he listen? I don't know. He might. There's a possibility, and if you are, we love you. But also, thanks. No, there's a whole. (laughs) yeah, Yeah, yeah. He's grown a lot since then. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, I remember like sitting in there like like trying to genuinely listen to what he was saying like what he was saying the other problem was that the actual pastor of the church was there that night too oh the senior pastor was there yeah, yeah. i think i remember that part and so like because the senior pastor was there and then they were both like talking about talking about that um, and also would not stop talking about that for a good However long it was, I want to say like it felt like an hour, but it was probably only like what, maybe ten minutes. The kid I was talking about, yeah, oh, it was definitely an hour. Okay, no, I didn't read the come. That's what we ended up talking about that night, right? So I remember like sitting there listening, and I've already like gone through the motions of like be like understanding that you know being queer is natural. Like, no matter where you are on any scale, like, it's natural. It's a a natural occurrence. It's a natural thought process. It was also because I was experiencing that in my own brain and going through my own, like, gender identity issues all the way back then and also questioning my own sexuality at the moment. Uh, So that... So right then and there, I was like, I... I genuinely just want to just stop everything and shout from like the top of my lungs. Everything you've been taught is bullshit. <laughs> I mean, that's what I pulled. Yeah, I mean that's what I that's what I wanted. That's what I really wanted to do. But because the senior pastor was there, I was genuinely terrified of causing confrontation. And if I were to say that as a volunteer, um in front of the senior pastor, I was afraid that he might come up to me later and say, Hey, I really don't want you working with kids anymore. Valid, valid, Yeah. Which, you know, back at that time, I really had a, I really had a passion for working with kids. So it was at like during that conversation that I'm like, okay, well, whatever, whatever happened with this conversation, like it really, it really fucked up my friend. So I, I should go over and check on him.
2: I, I actually remember not to butt in too much. Yeah. Uh, I think the original reasoning for having the panic attack wasn't because he was uh, talking about that, was it was just because I was realizing like how much I don't like I'm like, just how atheist I am, and that got me to think like, "Oh shit, that means that I'm gonna die one day and not like like there's mm-hmm. just gonna be nothing. And then it just like had like a cycle in my brain of like,, yeah. I'm gonna die one
1: day. Oh fuck <laughs> uh, and I think that's what I was panicking about. Which I do want to come back to that after Jake finishes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I remember thinking that's the original reason why you went out to the car, but then like, but I was also like had that other conversation in the back of my mind too. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I went down there and I was like, "Hey, you okay?" And it was like, "Well, yeah," but uh, I essentially just told my parents uh, that I'm bi. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I remember I remember like sit, sitting there like processing, and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, that's that's normal." And then I'm like, it, it like I was just like, oh yeah, no, that's fine, that's fine. In my own head, and just realizing, oh shit, I brought you to the very wrong place on this very day. <laughs> this is, this and I is, remember thinking that same thing too. Yeah. As soon as that kid brought it up, I was like, oh, this is not a good day to bring a guest to our youth group. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think I told, I ended up telling you about it. Not meaning to out you, but I knew I just knew that Daniel was a, 100% a safe person to talk oh, to. Oh, yeah.
2: No, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I remember talking to you about it, like, what, a month later or something like that? I don't remember. I, thought, I feel like yeah. it was, like, pretty soon. After. It, it was, it was, there was enough of a beat that there was a time period. It wasn't like I told you the next day, yo, bruh, yeah. <laughs> guess, guess what cringe just happened. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh. No, it was very... Uh, I like to
2: imagine, like, you going back after, like, seeing me in the van, like, crying or whatever. Just going back and be like, hey, yo, guess what? Just fucking
1: cringe just happened. <laughs> <laughs> that is a Jake thing to do, but also not a Jake thing to do. Yeah, right? yeah.
2: Like, if he knew that everyone was comfortable, he might even do it. But, oh, yeah. No, yeah,
1: he wouldn't. Yeah, if everyone at that church was safe, he would have. But yeah. not, not very none of them <laughs> were safe. Yeah, no. That was just a... That was a complicated bad, night. Bad. I'd say one or two of them, but yeah, that that was a that was a complicated night. Yeah, that was a fun one to navigate as a um, not full youth pastor, but kind of youth pastor adjacent, mm-hmm. and having to navigate that conversation when I strongly disagreed with both the senior pastor and the youth pastor. Yeah, or lead youth pastor. That was fun. It was. It was very, that, that was a very complicated I'm, I'm vaguely
2: remembering, like, your attempt to be like, hey, but, like, you know, like, you can't change him, like, it's, it's fine, like, I,
1: uh, just, how much you were, like, struggling and you could see it on your face, Of like, oh, fuck. Oh, because I was like, what the fuck are you saying right now, dude? Like, it, the, yeah, it, I was like, one, it's not a sin, and he's not going to hell. Two, you can't be this judgmental. And three, shut up. <laughs> <And> it's like well no, I'm you know, trying to navigate it well for him and seeing the worry in his fate like his and knowing a little bit of, of his story up to that point, of his own journey. I mean, I like as someone who knew specifically, I, I don't wanna talk I don't I don't wanna keep talking about like this mystery child for too much longer. But uh you know, knowing like a lot of his background and how he was raised, I like it, it's very, very clear like why he would think a lot of those things, and it's unfortunate because you know I probably was in a very similar boat until I had to like, I wouldn't say force myself to come to a realization, but I just over time I just realized like a lot of these emotions, a lot of these feelings were just natural, and how could how could something so wrong come so naturally? essentially is what came through my mind it's not like it was like if this was quote unquote a sin how come like this is part of my identity at this moment in my life yeah it's an aspect of my identity that i've never revealed to anyone or talked about but yeah. it's an aspect about my identity mm. yeah well i remember you weren't even gonna really mention it <laughs> we were in a car Mm -hmm. (laughs) with you and bonnie after church one day and i was like jake there's something going on and i could tell what the fuck is going on no yeah and i had to like force it out of you in a way like just be honest with me and yourself yeah and you were and i'm very thankful for that i've come a long long way since bossing say that's for sure (laughs) yeah i bullied you 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 bullied me into coming out. out yeah now you're gay. Now, <laughs> now you're gay. I'm part gay on my mom's side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yay. Same. Uh, All of us. Daniel,
2: you said you had a question for one of the things I talked about earlier?
1: Yeah, so you had mentioned really coming to terms with your own mortality. And oh, that is a wonderful conversation that I have, or a or, or, or topic that I have not only done my own reading into, have heard other podcasts of people who are formerly Christian and now are having to come to terms with that um and have also thought about it on my own because i think it's a very important thing Mm -hmm. Two, like you know it's easier for christians it's kind of a it's kind of a form of spiritual bypassing of a lot of spiritualities in general like oh you'll see them in the next life which is great if you do you do yeah but they're not here right now yeah you won't be here forever and that sucks so what was that process for you, like, being able to, like, you had a panic attack, obviously. That's a whole, like, that's a whole thing, circling thoughts that continue to downward spiral. Your brain is in fight or flight mode, you, whatever. Um, mm. But after that, I'm sure there had to have been a process. Maybe you're still in process.
2: Uh, I think that I'm still in a process, but I definitely haven't had a panic attack about it in about two years. I, uh, that, was, that was my first of many panic attacks by that subject uh, that night. Um, but then once the pandemic hit, once coronavirus hit, uh, that's when I really started to think about it because it was like, Oh fuck, I could die from this virus. Oh shit. And it was, I, in my mind, it was like 20 times worse than it actually was or anything like that. Um, and so, uh, I, I ended up browsing Reddit one night while well, extremely high and, uh, which is just not a good idea. Uh. And I ended up watching this video about how long it takes uh, the sun's light rays to hit the earth. And me knowing that light's the fastest thing in the universe for now, uh, it was insane to see just like how long and how far of a distance it had to travel and it really made me feel so alone and on this random rock in the middle of nowhere. And that got me questioning, well, okay, what is time? When did things start? Oh, shit. Uh, and I was just in this spiral. And that, that's when it really hit me of just, like, what the fuck is. Uh, and so I ended up just grabbing my mom. I, I was like, mom, like, DEFCON, DEFCON 1. Uh, like, got, I just made her, like, get me on the couch. And I was like, mom, I'm sorry. One, I'm smoking. I'm high right now. But I'm having a medic deck. Please just help. Uh, and then you can, like, scold me for being high in the house later. Uh, which she never scolded me or anything. It was it was very nice. It was very, uh, can't believe. Relieving. <laughs> it was uh, it was very relieving to have her like not not scold me for that. But uh, she was just like yeah no like Jackson you're gonna die one day and we can't stop it and it's extremely scary and I struggle with that uh, all the time and you just got you just gotta learn learn to live and enjoy the life that you have. And she said, you know, the feeling that you have right now use that as fuel to enjoy every day and turn things into a positive as much as you can. Um, uh, and it was, uh, very well spoken and it really, it really hit my heart in that moment. Uh, and so since then I've been trying to, uh, trying to see the best in people, etc., cetera, et cetera, whatever, be a good person, yada, yada, yada bullshit. Uh, <laughs> But otherwise, it's still a scary thought to know that I'm gonna die. But I don't get panic yeah. attacks from it anymore.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's a pretty normal thing for you know all of us to feel scared of our own mortality. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I read a lot of. Well, I have read a lot of like non loss and other, just general, not necessarily spirituality, but kind of spirituality, philosophy stuff, and like there is a lot of scientific beauty in that. Nothing in this earth, on this earth, on this planet, in existence. Has not already existed before. Like we have Mm -hmm. all literally come from something else. So like you know. I mean in the Bible it does say from dust you came. From dust you shall return. That's an actual true scientific fact. Yeah. We are literally atoms that didn't exist in this form before. That one day came together. And the universe said oh this is new. Mm -hmm. And one day those atoms are going to dissolve. And separate and form some new atoms. And that's like a very beautiful thing. Oh yeah. Uh
2: that reminds me, one thing that uh, really got me through it, Jake actually made me watch Avatar The Last Airbender for the first time. Yeah. And I think in season two, they, ha- they go to a jungle and then gets, like, captured or something. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And they, they had the quote or, like, the, the ideology of, like, when you die, it's not, it's not about you. It's about you going back to the earth yeah. where you almost belong. Like yeah. you, you just help the next things. You know, animals will feed off your body and your nutrients or whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, oh no, that's full metal alchemist, baby. Yeah, that's full metal alchemist. That's it, not. Is that full metal avatar. alchemist? It, it is. is. Avatar yeah. talks about how they're all connected in book two with the tree, where he looks at the tree. That's I'm thinking of though. Yeah, right. he, he 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 realizes that he is all he's connected to all of creation, especially as the avatar. Yeah. But yeah, full metal alchemist Brotherhood like really goes into how the mortality of man. Oh. Humanity.
2: Yeah, that's not what I was thinking at all. I swear to God, there's like some tree dudes. And they,
1: yeah, they, no, that's 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 an avatar. What do they say? Maybe, maybe it's. Similar. Oh no, they, they do talk about it. They they don't say it in that language. Oh, yeah. They don't say it in like the yeah, rough they say, language. They say yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it you're in right. like
2: one sentence way, but that's kind of yeah. what it meant to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he does say like you know we will ret- like he says we're, yeah, all, we just, we're all part of We all of the
2: return, return to Earth. Yeah, and we'll that's all return beautiful. To Earth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and that that was like oh yeah, it's really cool. Uh, one thing that my mom has told me though uh, in the like differences in our religions is um, she mentioned like hey you know you'd w- probably worry less about it if you were if you actually believed in God and, and you believed in his faith and yada 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 uh, and you wouldn't have that like worry of dying and I, I've talked about this with my friend Amar before too and that's something that I'm envious of is not that worry of like oh fuck I'm gonna die when they really believe like oh I'm gonna go to heaven I could die at any time right now and be happy that that's that's a cool thing for them, but yeah, but that looks, like mm-hmm. that it just doesn't sit right with me.
1: Well, it's also like it feels like also a form of just spiritual manipulation. Like, I I have when my dad died, you know, I was like four years old, mm-hmm. and I had so many people come to me. Oh, you're gonna see him in heaven. Don't worry about it. I went twenty years without grieving my dad's death. You know what that does to a person on an emotional level? You didn't mm-hmm. grieve at all. No. Yeah. I mean, I grieved, but I didn't grieve fully. Mm-hmm. I didn't accept that I'm never going to see my dad again. I didn't accept that I'm never going to talk to him again, hug him again, be able to read Batman comics with him again. Yeah. I didn't accept that reality. He's like, oh, I will see him one day. Yeah. That's not healthy. That's true. I didn't think about it the, the yeah. way. And so it's like, every time I hear a spiritual, like he, my stepfather said that recently, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, but like, uh, I talked to one of my old pastors to do the memorial service and he'd said that same thing and I was like, no, a man died mm. that you were in good relationship with. Don't give him this bullshit that you're gonna see him in he- no, I don't give a fuck about seeing someone in heaven. I like, care about not being able to see someone now. Yeah. Or not being able to restore relationship now. Mm. Here in this form. Because our physical forms matter. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I also don't think that there is no anxiety for evangelicals over the afterlife because it is central to their faith. Yeah. And like their obsession is getting into heaven, doing what they need to do to get into heaven, uh, how they can help other people get into heaven, or what's making other people go to hell. Um, You don't do that if you're not anxious about the afterlife.
1: Yeah,
2: that's true. I think uh, that kind of maybe ties into this realization that I had. Another thing from fucking Reddit. I gotta get off Reddit. uh, Mm -hmm. Somebody was, like, complaining about masks and how he'd see people in cars with their masks on. And uh, one of the comments said, Dude, learn how to, like, not give a shit. Or like, yeah. like mind your own business. That's what it was. And I took that, and ever since then, I've been like, all right, I'm going to mind my own business. I'm not going to try to, like, pry into things. And whenever I catch myself doing it, I'll try to, like, who gives a fuck if this dumbass is wearing a mask in a car? Yeah, it's not going to do anything, but why am I going to, like, worry about that? And that kind of, in my mind, ties to that anxiety of, like, why are you worrying about this dude and how he's going to go
1: to hell? So at least I don't yeah. have to deal with that anxiety. You know, it's, it's, it's absolute bullshit, and, 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 and it does point to, I was talking with friends about this the other night, it points to a very human desire um, with tribalism, you know, like, well, we don't have tribalism, well, I, you can argue that we are, are tribalistic still in America, but um, tribalism as it used to exist doesn't really exist at least in the West anymore as much. Where, you know, like you have your tribe. You need to know who is in your tribe and who isn't for survival. Because if someone isn't in your tribe, they're going to be there and they can steal your resources. They can kill your kids, your family, burn your village down, whatever. Like they can cause a lot of harm, right? Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with evangelicalism now. um, And really just all of Christianity for the last at least 1,700 years where it's been constantly who is in and who is out. Because if I know that this person isn't in, then I know that I am. Like if this person isn't going to hell, if this person is going to hell, that means I'm going to heaven. Okay, yeah. And it's a survival technique. And, it's bull- and yeah, it's all anxiety. It's bullshit. Yeah, it's so, just,
2: it, that, I see it more so, like yeah, it's a survival technique, I agree. But I see in my eyes, it's like a, just a horrible habit of comparing yourself to everyone else. Yeah. That sucks.
1: Yeah. I like that, though. Like, just mind your own damn business. Like, we don't need to fucking worry about. There are some things that, of course, we need to to worry. We need to advocate for others. All that stuff, whatever it is. But overall, like, I don't need to worry about someone else's spirituality. I don't necessarily need to worry about someone's um, political values or how much money they make or whatever. Uh, But my own boundary is unless that individual is going to harm someone else. Yeah. If their theology, ideology, politics, money is harming, actively harming others, I'm going to speak the fuck up about it and I'm going to I'm gonna challenge it. But if someone is like a nice little evangelical Christian and they ultimately are just trying to be a good person, great. If that's what serves you, that's what serves you. Yeah. Same if someone's an atheist and they're doing good, great. If that's what serves you, that's what serves you. Mm-hmm. And that's all that matters, right? So I think that's pretty wise. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really it's always an interesting topic to like focus in on like the whole afterlife like philosophy or like the the justification of moral desert in general which they talk about a lot and I feel like almost every other episode we're plugging the good place but it really is a Fantastic example on yeah. like how to a newer way to look at both the afterlife and religion as a whole yeah. and understand like why are certain deeds uh, considered good and other deeds considered bad according to a grandiose moral compass based yeah. on a point system things that are on un, like undoubtedly good and things that are undoubtedly bad according to whatever point system is created by whatever when in reality it's so we don't know. It's grey. It's it's so gray. And that's kind of the beauty of life in general is being in this gray. Yeah. And under like not understanding like if there's anything after this. And if there is, cool. But if shut the fuck up, Siri. (laughs) I'm keeping that in there. (laughs) Okay. No, but understanding that if there is something after this, cool. But if there's something that's not after this, then, w- then why are a lot of people currently wasting their entire life on an idea that might be after this? Yeah. Might because there is no definitive proof, and there never will be.
2: You'll just find out after you die.
1: Exactly. exactly. Yeah.
2: And if you can't think, and you, yeah, I. I think, uh, I think one thing that's also gotten me through the atheism uh, is thinking, like, you know, once I'm dead, it just kind of doesn't matter, which is kind of like rim of a way of thinking about it, but at the same time, it's like, I can't worry if my brain doesn't work, if it just can't even process what to be anxious about, you know, or like to worry about like, oh shit, I'm going go, go to heaven, oh fuck, oh my god, am I doing everything right, oh shit, uh, because it just can't think and it just doesn't know better and you'll never know better. Mm-hmm. One thing, I don't know if this is going too far or too like conspiracy theory shit. Uh, so there's the big bang, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Big bang happens. Eventual, uh, heat death of the universe. Okay. okay that happens. And then what's after that? Maybe another big bang. But I think that what happens is there's another big bang and everything's exactly in the same exact spot, and then we live the same exact life as we do the first time over and over and over and over. I don't actually think this, but I think it'd be really cool, almost.
1: Does, um, there does are make some sense? there are some ideologies that believe that, or or at least like a version of that. I don't know what that of, would be called, yeah. but I don't think they Yeah, I, I mean, I just think that I I don't I'm not. I mean, at least in my optimistic point of view, I don't think that it would hand up the same exact way, but... No, probably not. Yeah, it is interesting. I mean, there's a lot of ideologies, or even some more progressive Christian ideologies. So, science can't disprove God's existence. They can only say, these are the things that do exist. And all of science is just a theory. Yeah. And so, like, if I were to go up to a scientist, like a, a theoretical physicist or whatever, and say, okay, God... You can't say this divine being doesn't exist. However, if we can agree you believe that the universe was created by one single point that something happened and a big bang happened that created all of existence. What if that big bang thing was this thing that we call God or we call whatever deity you want to claim it is. Yeah. And what if this heaven is just all of us coming back into this one singularity all over again? A lot of scientists, even atheist science, scientists, um, have said, yeah. That makes sense That because we're saying the same thing at that point. We're not saying that God exists, therefore the singularity doesn't exist, therefore the big Bang exists, so saying they're the same thing. Yeah. And like, that's more of where I'm at of, yeah, I think, like, this whole idea of we are all a body. I'm actually reading a book about this right now um, where everything in existence all belongs to a larger body because it is all part of existence and we're all made of the same shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, I yeah. made the same shit as this pillow that's right next to me or the couch I'm sitting on, the same shit that you're made out of. We're all made up out of matter. Now that matter may look different, the chemicals may look a little bit different, but for the most part, we're all made out of the same thing, right? At the very core of our identity. And so at the end of everything, yeah, we're going to die. We're going to end up going back into the flow of the universe and turn into something new, whatever that is. Is that thing heaven? Who the fuck knows? Whatever it is. Yeah. We we generally don't know, but that's also a beautiful thing because we never truly die.
2: Yeah. I completely agree with that.
1: Yeah. See you're a little more spiritual than you thought. nerd. <laughs> Shut the hell. Up. <laughs> That's the joke. This whole thing was one giant prostilization. <laughs> what the hell? Yep, yeah, it was the parent trap from the very beginning, and I've been played by well, who the fuck played Parent Trap? Lindsay Lohan Lindsay Lohan I've been Lindsay Lohan this
2: entire time why didn't you Miley Cyrus uh, Hannah Montana Hannah Montana uh,
1: because I said parent trap and then I like shut the fuck up <laughs> alright so Jackson um, on that note how can people connect with you and support you uh, through twitch.tv
2: forward slash the to christian podcast to stream live every <laughs> Sunday night <laughs> Right after they get home from church.
1: Uh, <laughs> that actually would actually be really funny. <laughs> Here we are with another sermon review. Uh, <laughs> Alright, today Barb talked about... Oh, yeah. <laughs> a live, live angsty reaction up David there in Barb. the corner. Today, Join Norman us next said. Tuesday
2: for uh, Richard's funeral. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not Richard!
0: Oh. No! Uh,
1: yeah, you guys have already said it so yeah. I don't want to say, and then yeah. Instagram, Twitter is also Naruto. Uh, yeah, everything's Naruto, man. Yeah, Naruto. So it's like you're t- you're typing Naruto, but you take out the toe and you put poo.
2: That's exactly how I made it in fourth grade. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> wait, is that true? Uh, wait, what grade was that? Sixth grade? Sixth grade. There you go. But that's true. That's exactly what it was.
1: And someone else had a different profile name. That was also like uh, Naruto related. Was Because I know
2: it was uh, a. Oh, Cheeto. It was Obito from Naruto Shibuden, uh, but with Cheeto instead of Bito. Oh, Cheeto.
1: <laughs> That's so dumb. It's so dumb. So I love it.
2: dumb. I love it. And it's
1: uh, well, you heard it. Go like, subscribe, follow, whatever. Twitch.tv slash Make sure to
2: save on Spotify. Oh yeah, save <laughs> on Spotify or I don't know how Spotify works. Uh,
1: <laughs> Follow us, subscribe, leave us a review. Go, know. go Spotify and use your Twitch Prime. Use your Twitch Prime. Uh, use your Twitch Prime on channel to eat ass, skate fast. All right, guys. So for our cat story this week, I have an update. Um, you guys remember when we were talking about Ben and Brody? Yo, I love Ben and Brody ice cream. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one's pretty good. I like their John Cena ice cream. guys are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. That's how I feel this time. <laughs> Body speaks up. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I feel that about myself as well all the time. Don't worry. Um, so, Ben, um, well, first off, Brody, um, update on him. Um, He's still sliding into people's DMs and attacking them, Um, especially right now with all the pro-choice, pro-life things going on. Um, I have had quite a few conversations with a couple of individuals in which he is unsolicitedly giving his own um, advice and telling them about how they're stupid and uneducated. Not even exaggerating on the words. Um, But Ben, on the other hand, Ben Ben, Ben has a podcast, guys. Ben has a podcast? Yeah, he has a podcast on Christianity. Ooh. Yeah. Wow, and that it's
0: super healthy and like
1: trauma informed for uh-huh. and it's teachings. Oh yeah, totally. Um can you guys guess what the name is? So it's so it's Ben's podcast. Yeah. Okay. So um What if it what if it was something like uh the Bendella effect? <laughs> that would be funny. However, that's not going to that's not a Christian ideal. Right, you're right. Yeah, cuz that's that's all like multiverse theory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have the right, like, tinge of narcissism. Right. Mm-hmm. Although it does have his name in it, though. Yeah, um, that's true, that's true. Ben 10 Commandments. 10 Commandments. <laughs> 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 all right, hold on. We're gonna, we have to come back to that. We're gonna look through all of the Ben Ten aliens and see if they match up to any of the Commandments. How is that? How is a how is a concept of moral philosophy going to match up with alien with forearm also red? Tell me, Daniel. I don't know. I don't think more into this and get high to do it. Right. Okay. Yeah. We'll, okay. We'll find this. Spiritual essence of all the Ben 10 aliens. Yeah, so um, Bonnie, do you have a guess on what the name might be? No. Well, it is the Garden of Eben. Fuck, of course it is. <laughs> of course it's called the Garden of Eben. Yeah, and the first episode is 100% about the fall of humanity. Um, but, specifically about how it's all Eve's fault. And then he goes in talking about how every one of his issues comes back to women. So,
0: Women are the worst.
1: Yeah, apparently, according to the Garden of Eben. My mom listens to this podcast. I can't say women are the worst. <laughs> She's going to slap me. <laughs> what a yeah. nerd. Yeah, you can. I won't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's a story. That's it. It's a short one this week. Yeah. Glad to hear that Ben is still misogynist as ever. Love you. All right, I don't. Um, Jake, uh, can you bring us into our next segment? Oh, yeah. Uh... Jake put on his hat backwards for this and was laying down and is now sitting up. He's oh, yeah. No, up. I take this oh. part very seriously. Yeah, he, now he's wearing sunglasses. and he's, kind of he's, whipping oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's whipping his cock out. He's whipping his cock out. He's whipping his cock out. Oh, my God. Uh, my mom listens to this podcast. <laughs> Jackson knows. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so uh... <laughs> Oh that's good. Fucking <laughs> do Okay, I, I was going to continue with that because it would be really funny. But first off, what was the song last week? I never picked up on it. Uh, the one last, I have to listen to it last week again in order to figure yeah. it out. Alright, well, anyways. So, we thought it would be good to talk this time. Because when our last episode released, when we recorded it, no news had gone up. And then the day that it released, news had gone up about the whole... Dirty Rotten Church Kids stuff that was going on. Mm-hmm. And we discussed it. And we thought that's especially since we, you know, had Josh and Adrian on our podcast, um, we thought that we would at least address it. Mm-hmm. Um, because we know a lot of you may listen to them or may be part of the bad apples or part of the crowded table communities, both of which were affected by this. Um, and so first and foremost, like, we... Know that this is a very complicated situation, um, there was a lot of harm and abuse that was caused by it, and it also triggered a lot of individuals. And so we first and foremost want to acknowledge that and hold space for that, but also acknowledge that um, we are not involved with it, and so there's only so much that we can say the only reason why we're kind of talking about it is not only that they've been on, like they've both been guests on our podcast before, but also it's the fact that again, like this has to do with like overlapping communities at this point. Like yeah. we are, like we have very similar messages. In fact, sometimes the things that we talk about very much overlap. And so mm-hmm. to like, the thing that we don't want to do is we don't want to We're this isn't like a call out post or an attack of any sort of way we don't want that we just want to like talk about this small uh i shouldn't say small issue uh but we want we want to talk about this yeah we want to talk about it briefly and kind of move on from it Yes, yeah. but also leave space for individuals who may listen to our podcast and may need support Yeah, um, to know that we stand with you and we are with you and we are, you know, first I think my heart goes out to Adrian and to Josh's wife in this whole matter and for those of you who are lost in the dark, don't worry, we'll get to it in a moment I'm just trying to give caveats ahead of time because those are important um, when we are addressing a topic like this yeah. um, because people were harmed. So um, there was an Instagram post that went up on Instagram that Adrian finally put up the other day. Um, however, uh, Instagram decided to take it down because of harassment and bullying. And as of today, which is a, almost a week later, it has not been put back up. Um, however, by the time this podcast comes out, it may go back up. Who knows? Um, but essentially, long story short, Adrian put out a, um, a post that talked about what had happened. So in 2021, Josh essentially pursued a long distance online relationship with two women from the Bad Apples Discord community, uh, people who Adrian calls friends. Um, Josh stated he was interested in pursuing an ethical, non-monogamous relationship with them. Um, he did not disclose, however, that all parties had explicitly consented to that kind of dynamic. Um, he did end their relationships with the woman at the end of 2021, but he did in a way that was emotionally irresponsible um, he did not provide sufficient closure or transparency, um, and he denied this when Adrian confronted him about it. Um, and it wasn't until the woman who were involved informed some of their friends that moderate their discord community, and they approached uh, Josh as well, that he admitted to the dishonest behavior. Um, so for those of you who are unfamiliar with ethically non-monogamous, like that term, um, essentially it is a um, it can be romantic or not, it is a type of relationship or a relationship dynamic that you might know more as polyamory Mm -hmm. or having multiple partners. Um, However, it is done with the most, like the utmost consent of all parties as well as constant communication um, and honesty throughout the entire thing to be healthy. And so when all or one of the parties has not consented, um, that's when it is no longer ethically non-monogamous and that's when it is just cheating. Um, it was just having an affair or whatever you want to call it. And so, uh, that Josh wasn't honest. It caused harm to many in this community. Um, and it is one that they have kept hard to keep safe. Adrian acknowledged the, I guess, irony or like even just how, well, not irony, but how Josh chose to act in a way that was directly contrast to what? Hypocrisy. Yeah, it was hypocrisy. 100% hypocrisy. Um, and because, you know, they, and we talk about the hypocrisy of pastors, um, expecting certain standards for the congregants yet not living up to them. And so there was hypocrisy in it. And so since DRCK calls for everyone to be honest and to use our platforms in responsible ways, um, they agreed that it would be best for Josh to take a step back and a step away from, um, DRCK indefinitely. Um, Using the time to do repairs, repair work on himself and the people that he has hurt directly and indirectly uh, within the community. Um, Adrian is also taking time to heal um, as does his friendship with Josh. And so Adrian has not said what things are going to happen going forward. Um, He said he's going to be taking some time just to, you know, heal. Uh, But Josh will no longer be a co-host. And he also acknowledges, which I really appreciate um, that, you know, people should not be reduced to fuck ups. Um, Josh should not be shamed, dragged, or experienced punitive justice because people fuck up. Um, but he does believe in holding people accountable, um, especially when you are in close relationship with them, and to do whatever you can to keep your part of your community, the people that you have that you affect, to be um, safe and do that as best as you can, and ensure accountability. Um, and so, more details will likely come up in the future about what's going to happen. And he's going to do that alongside Patreon, Uh, but I just want to acknowledge, like, I think he handled it very well. Mm -hmm. I couldn't, I, you know, when we, when we, when that came out, all the three of us, actually, it was right after we recorded, wasn't it? Like literally right after we finished recording, we were at dinner and the news came out. Um, And like, I know, I for one, if Jake or Bonnie had done something like this, I don't know how I would respond. And if it was me that. Had done that, I don't know how I would respond either. You know, it's 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 difficult all around. Mm-hmm. It really is, and like that that message at the end of like people shouldn't be described by their fuck-ups. It really like, you know, it's exactly how like we are all supposed to be. We mm-hmm. really shouldn't be people make mistakes and you shouldn't be defined by one mistake that you make or a mistake that you make over a long period of time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're all, especially in this community, we're all a community of hurt people. And sometimes hurt people hurt people. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's an unfortunate reality that we live in, but um, sometimes it's, to our best interest to kind of just, you know, come to an understanding later on. Um, and, you know, sometimes you have to take a healthy distance away. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you, you know, sometimes it's where you have to acknowledge, like sometimes you have to acknowledge, okay, well, can't, you know, you have to hold people accountable, Yep. like you like said, you know. So sometimes when someone does something, it's like, well, this change like you could change an entire relationship because of it. Like thing yeah. like if a mistake happens like to this degree, you could expect to like you know potentially never make up that relationship. Things will never be the same. Sometimes yeah. sometimes friendships are lost, and you want to hope for the best that um, you know that josh didn't lose all connections that there is still some hope from for him because there just because there was a mistake doesn't mean that he is irredeemable yeah so
0: yeah i mean i think it's yeah it's really important not to gloss over the fact that what josh did was wrong Mm -hmm. it it was not okay but we are not in his circle so it's not our responsibility to hold him accountable. Um, but what we can do is stand in solidarity with those who have been hurt. Mm -hmm. Um, and yet, you know, uh, say with transparency that we are trying our best to be a safe community and form a safe place for Mm -hmm. people. Um,
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, if, any of you are in need of any support or need someone to talk to, please feel please like our DMs are open. We're there to hear. And also we're there to help to keep for you to keep us accountable for when we fuck up. Like mm-hmm. I posted a video from Gavin Dees the other night and someone had messaged us said, Hey, like this is glossing over a very important issue and like I, I want this to be a safe community. I come here to kind of I like a lot of the work that you guys do, but I also don't want this to continue to Perpetuate this thing. I think it was about like uh, Gavin News was making a joke about Amber Heard, um, and she was like, it triggered her because of her own um, experience facing domestic abuse, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, shit. A lot of the Amber
0: Heard jokes happening right now are inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not saying that she's okay either. Yes. She's also, what she did was also not okay, but the jokes that are happening all over right now are deeply rooted in misogyny.
1: Yes. And so, like, that was the thing to keep me accountable. And so I think the person and said, I'm oh, going take it down immediately because, like, that wasn't okay. So thank you for keeping me accountable. And so, like, please let us know. Now, there are times where if someone is just being an asshole, we've said this before, if you're just being a dick, I'm calling you out for being a fucking dick. Oh, yeah. Don't be a dick, but keep us accountable. Like, you can be, keep us accountable, and if you are a dick, I'll still listen to what you have to say, but mm-hmm. don't expect a kind response. Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, I think... Constructive accountability is always like, we want to be the best version of ourselves that we can be. Yeah. Um, And so if you come to us with like genuine like, hey, this is something you can do better instead of just like, you're bad. This is bad.
1: Yeah. Which we've gotten in our comments before and I just ignore them. Right. Like, I'm not going to fucking respond to you, bro. (laughs) Because that's
0: not coming out of a place of like, love or... Just being an ass. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh that was the fucking news. <laughs> that was the fucking news. All right. And sure. now, um our last segment before we close off is our um petty, angry, angsty prayers with Gabe. Dear God. Uh
0: I just uh, uh...
1: Gabe Man Jackson. What does it mean? Oh, no, no right. Right. he's atheist. Yeah, A- yeah, it's he's fine. A- <laughs> A- yeah, yeah. You don't have to subscribe to our he's religion A- of Gabe. Yeah, yeah. We are all part of Gabeanity. Yeah. Wait, how do I join? Um, just say Amen, Gabe Man. Okay. What perks do I get? Um, you get Gabe's unconditional love. Who the and fuck is Gabe? <laughs> our king. Our king. Our ruler.
2: Wow. So you sing when we can't have power.
1: I mean, I don't want to assume Gabe's gender.
2: Yeah, that's that's the correct answer. There you go, Daniel.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Wow, Amen. calling out the calling out the the non-binary for the gendering of the. You know what? No, <laughs> I I'm sorry, Mom. I, this is my last episode of the podcast. I'm canceled.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Angsty Christian Podcast. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the angsty Christian Pod.
1: And if you really, really like our show and you want to support us, make sure to go over to our Patreon. Thanks, and, Mom. Yeah, thank you, Mom. And become one of our backers. And if you would like to email us about literally anything, you hate us, you like us, you want to be with us, whatever, I don't care, email us at angstychristianpodcast at gmail.com. Also realize when I said that, it sounds like you want to be in a relationship with us. Well, two of us are single, but please don't. That's weird. I'll hold your hand. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, um, all music is done by Brad Tsushima. He is a homie. Thank you so much, Brad. We love you.